All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to this week's episode of Court to Corporate. Took a little mini hiatus last week because of this thing called All-Star Weekend, which was a great time, um, but was in Chicago for the full week, so I had to recoup, reset, and re-energize. Um, I posted a recap across all of our channels, so you guys can check that out. But we are back into the swing of things. Um, definitely excited to share our interview today. But before that, I want to share an update with Court to Corporate. So we are going overtime. Overtime with me, KP, Kirby Porter, you get it. So I talked about this a few times, but I sometimes I do, you know, quick updates and the upfront of the episodes like I am right now. Um, but I definitely love keeping the podcast about the athletes, the community, and just highlighting all the amazing people that we've had the opportunity to speak to and will continue to do. Um, but at the same time, I've definitely taken note of, of the feedback that you guys have shared. And I've honestly just really appreciated about when I actually go behind the scenes and beyond the surface and talk about what actually goes into building court to corporate, how, I approach my career, what's my mindset, um, what are my strategies, and what am I inspired by, where am I learning, so on and so forth. Um, so I think about episodes like the one at the top of this year, and just talking about keeping that mentality of doing both, and what that looked like for me chapter by chapter, from graduating to digging deep and finding out my why, to building Court to Corporate and how I actually executed it. And also, like, the very first episode ever, so way back March or May, I can't remember, March 2019, um, and talking about why your journey informs your why, and why that led me to start this in the first place. So it will be about that through the lens of court to corporate, and also my my career in the sports industry and how I'm approaching that. Definitely a few more followers from when we first started and the listenership has absolutely um, grown. So want to reintroduce myself kind of <laughs> in a sense, um, but just have that as, as a forum for open dialogue to you know build that connection with you guys. So for that reason, we are shifting gears with the newsletter and it will be overtime with KP. KP are my initials, if I haven't hit that point over the head enough. But I'm really, really excited to share this. I get excited ever so often. Um, but I had a lot of fun writing this first one. So it will be coming soon. I am going to link in the show notes for you guys to, to drop your name and be some of the first to get this in your inbox. But would also love any thoughts that you guys may have around what you may want to hear, um, specific topics like that um, you'd like to hear my opinion on or point of view. So yes, keep an eye out for that. Wanted to share that update with you guys um, and excited to get the ball rolling with that one. So on to today's guest, we have Sydney Anderson joining us. She is the founder and CEO of Legacy Sports Management. When Sydney was in the sixth grade, she knew three things. She knew that she liked sports, that she wanted to play sports, and that one day she'd become a player agent and own her own company. Today, as the founder and CEO of her own sports agency, this Indiana track and field alum is joining us to share how she checked all of those boxes along the way to fulfilling her long-term vision. Here is my conversation with Sydney Anderson. Hope you guys enjoy. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe to this podcast to be the first to be notified about our upcoming episodes. 
Thanks for listening and talk to you guys next week. All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Court to Corporate. On the line today, we have Sydney Anderson, Indiana track and field alum and founder and CEO of Legacy Sports Management. Uh, Sydney, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to hop into this conversation today. Um, but where I do want to start is with your journey to Indiana track and field. I saw you grew up in a sports family and that was a big part of your life, but would love to hear about how you landed on track and, and how that led you to Indiana. Yeah. So I grew up in an athletic family uh, with my brother and my sister. Uh, they both ran track and field growing up. And then they both played basketball as well. My brother also got involved in football. So I kind of just spent a lot of time going to track meets, basketball games, and football games with my parents just to watch them. So, of course, kind of watch them kind of, you know, it just it inspired me to obviously want to get involved in sports. So, you know, in elementary school, I got involved in track and field, um, Hershey track and field, recreation, um, and also recreational basketball. Um, and then that took me to middle school, um, where obviously I played, played organized sports, um, AAU, basketball, um, and I also ran track. And then that also continued and carried over um, to high school. Um, in high school, I kind of decided to play two sports, um, and that was basketball and track and field. Um, and also I played some AAU basketball on the side. So, you know, I was pretty busy, spent a lot of my time doing that. Um, and at the same time, I also spent time, um, I had my brother played professional football for three years. So, you know, I spent a lot of time going to his, his NFL games. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time obviously going to, you know, their college track meets, um, college football games. So, you know, I kind of, <laughs> sports has kind of just been my life, um, just kind of growing up um, and everything. So um, I actually, I got, I started getting offers in high school um, for basketball and track. Um, so, you know, I kind of got excited there. Um, I kind of had this mindset where I wanted to go to a big school. So, you know, I kind of wanted to be, you know, an ACC or SEC or the Big Ten. So I, I focused heavily on basketball and track kind of at the same time. Um, but I got to my junior year um, and had a conversation with my track coach and um, he was like, you know, if you really, you really want to do this thing, um, you're probably going to get more offers in track and field. And, and, you know, he kept it 100 with me. He was realistic. Um, so I actually gave up basketball my junior year. Um, and it was the love of my life. So it was one of the hardest oh. decisions I ever had to make. <laughs> um, but um, after doing that, you know, it, it paid off. Um, Indiana actually reached out um, and offered me. Um, I had several offers. Um, my first offer actually was to play basketball at a smaller division one college um near my house um which was close to home but you know I started getting offers larger offers from track and when I you know I heard from Indiana this was kind of like a door open a, a dream you know was potentially you know about to come true um I had said that you know I wanted to play or be an athlete in the Big Ten I wanted to go to a larger school so you know when Indiana reached out to me showed interest I you know I took my visit um, and that was actually my, probably my second college visit. And, you know, I fell in love with the campus. I, um, you know, I fell in love with the team, um, just, you know, everything, the whole experience. It was, it was awesome. So um, 
I didn't even take all five of my visits. <laughs> it was I a actually, wrap. <laughs> I took, yeah, I took about three. Um, I think I took one more after that. Um, and I was, you know, I was sold. I was like, you know, this is, this is the one, this is, this is where I need to be. Um, and this is, you know, this, this is going to be home for the next four years. So, um, I committed, uh, to Indiana in February of 2013. Um, so, so yeah, that kind of started my journey. Um, and that was kind of my journey, just kind of, you know, just growing up just around my brother and my sister and, and just continuing, uh, to run track and field, um, in college. Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of the gist of it, kind of how it happened and kind of how it worked out for me. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I did. So I saw that you like played basketball and it like mentioned it as like a footnote, not like you were fully getting recruited for it. So that's, that's super, <laughs> right. it's super cool to hear and sad you couldn't pull you the <laughs> other way, but um, it all worked out, obviously. So would love to hear about like you had the gut feeling, obviously, that Indiana was the place it was for you that was going to be home. So I guess, I guess now, like, how do you reflect on those four years there being a part of that program, being able to play in that conference? Um, what stands out to you now? I would definitely say just the amount of work put in. Um, mm -hmm. I learned a lot about myself entering college. So, um, you know, I had to learn more time management skills because high school was you know, pretty easy, <laughs> even with balancing, you know, sports and school, it was, it was a little different in college. It's a lot tougher. Um, your time is, you know, not really always your time and you get less time is what it seems like um, between classes, lifting and um, track workouts and, you know, just everything. It's, it's, you, you really learn to balance your time. You really learn um, a little bit about yourself. Um, I think being a part of the track team and just in general, um, it just really taught me to value um, just the whole team aspect. And, you know, in, in track and field, you know, you're not only just depending on yourself, you're depending on a whole team, even though it's categorized as an individual sport, um, you know, you're depending on your team to, to win, to win titles. So it's not just about you, um, you know, as part of a four by four relay team. So, you know, it's not just about you, you're depending on three other people, um, you know, to bring it home for you as well. So, I think being a part of athletics in general, you know, I had the opportunity to become friends and, you know, I met some of my greatest friends um, that played other sports at Indiana. Um, we had 24 sports and we were all considered one team. So, you know, that was just really great because you learn a lot just about other people. You, you become friends with people from different countries, um, different backgrounds and just all walks of life. So you really just, you learn a lot just about, um, and I think that's great because, you know, after I graduated, you know, you learn to just be in different types of environments and, and how to not necessarily get along with people, but just how to better understand just the different types of people. So I think um, that, you know, that's a strong part that I took away from it, as well as leadership skills, um, as well as, you know, just just, you know, a little bit of everything. <laughs> I can say, you know, being a part of this track and field team and being a part of, um, you know, just a student at Indiana, you know, you just, you learn a little bit of everything over the course of four years. And, you know, I'll say definitely college is one of my greatest and one of my best experiences. And I definitely, you know, I don't take that for granted and, and I wouldn't trade it for the world.
I love it. Sounds like you made the right decision in February 2013 because I can just hear how much like you loved <laughs> you loved the experience. Um, so I love that. So now like moving along, thinking a little bit about your passion for the sports industry but before we hop into your path. Um, you know, we started this conversation talking about how you grew up in a sports family. Your brother played in the NFL a little bit, so you've had exposure to it. But I would love to just hear about like where the passion for the business side of it comes from um, and, and what excites you about it. When I was in sixth grade, I actually, so I had this, you know, I didn't know anything about the business side of the industry whatsoever in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. You know, I just knew, hey, I like sports. Um, I want to play in sports. And then when I, you know, graduate college, I, I want to work in sports. That's really all I knew. Um, <laughs> ABC. <laughs> Straightforward. <path>. Right. <laughs> right. So I, I had this mindset um, in sixth grade. Hey, I want to be a player agent. So, you know, all throughout um, middle school, high school, college, I, I was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a player agent. And then eventually, you know, I'm going to own my own company. Um, so that was, you know, I think it was really just because that was really the only one of the only jobs that I knew aside from coaching. <laughs> and, you know, I, I saw athletes being represented on television. Um, I watched my, um, my brother um, and his agent and how they interacted. So I think that kind of pushed me more towards the business side. Um, but actually when I went to college, I majored, majored in sports management and marketing. So I kind of started to learn a little bit more about the business, about the agency side, about the marketing side, um, just just all around, you know, the different types of jobs you can have in sports and the different levels as well. So, you know, college, high school, um, and then professional. So I actually um, did a little bit of work um, with uh, football. Um, so I worked a little bit in athletics with IU, um, just some game day recruiting things. And you know, I kind of started to see the ins and outs of the college side of athletics and sport. And, you know, I kind of, that kind of actually turned me a little bit away from college athletics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I think I, you know, I'm kind of more interested in the professional route. Um, but, you know, during, during college, when I learned more about kind of the marketing realm, um, I started to reach out to people probably about my junior year um, of college. And, that is actually when I was like, Hey, like, you know, I, I was getting some responses. Um, I was getting some feedback from some agencies. Um, and then there were some agencies I was interested in, obviously, you know, I didn't get um, any calls back. So I reached out to um, some companies on the you know, social media. Um, and that's actually kind of when I started to learn kind of the ins and outs, I found a mentor um, and he kind of, you know, kind of taught me the ins and outs of the marketing room. Um, and that's kind of when, you know, I really, really, started to see that there's a need um, for, you know, the marketing room. There's a need, um, you know, other other sides than just, you know, being player agents. There's other, you know, routes you could take. So that's actually kind of what sparked my interest in the marketing realm and just like the sports business overall. Um, So I, you know, I took a lot of what I learned from, you know, just my mentors and, um, um, you know, not just my textbooks in school because, you know, I feel like that, you know, it gave me, you know, definitions of things, but, you know, I really got to some, got to experience just some real world, um, just kind of what goes on in the marketing industry by, you know, having a mentor and kind of getting put out there 
um, you know, in the field and, and seeing kind of what goes on, what happens, what to do and what not to do. So, you know, that kind of sparked my interest, just kind of the business side. And that's kind of how I got started. I love that. So could you talk a little bit about, um, I guess like how you were thinking about the different paths to follow, right? So once you right. got that exposure to the, the college lens on the business side, you're like, this is not it. <laughs> um, and right. then you learned about, you know, that further passion for the marketing aspect of it. So I would love to then just hear about like, once you got that part down, how did you begin to think about different paths that you, that you could take at that time? Um, and then how did you actually take those steps? Right. So um, as I was learning kind of just about those different paths, you know, I, like I said, I had learned a little bit about my, from my mentor. I've learned a little bit, you know, just in school of kind of what, you know, type of jobs, what industries are, they're still related to sports because there are a bunch. Um, there's not, it's not just working with teams, it's not just working with players, which is obviously kind of, you know, what I do now. Um, but it was really just kind of getting out there and, you know, having uh, internships and things like that. So I actually, I only did one internship, which is, you know, I don't recommend. <laughs> I recommend taking and doing as many as you can get um, because it does set you apart and it gives you experience. Um, and it lets you know, you know, what you like and what you don't like. So, um, that internship was one thing that taught me what I don't want to do. So I actually, I interned up with a minor league baseball team out of West Virginia and I did their marketing. Um, and it kind of taught me I, that I didn't necessarily want to work for a team per se, um, such as, you know, I worked in baseball, it was just, it was really long hours and, you know, I, I love baseball, um, but I didn't really want to necessarily kind of just work for a team per se. I kind of wanted to do something like contracting or something outside of that, but still be involved with the sport. Um, so, you know, internships and things like that kind of taught me um, the different jobs. So within uh, the internship I had, there was obviously, um, you know, there was game day staff. There were um, people that worked in ticket sales. There were... Um, there were, you know, I did marketing. I did also did some community relations things. So, um, you know, there were a bunch of different jobs that they offered. Um, so I, you know, I kind of learned, or I kind of learned kind of what, what jobs that are offered within working with a team. And then, you know, I was talking with my boss, um, because he knew, you know, I wanted to work in sports, you know, we kind of discussed, you know, what are, what are other options for me kind of after this? Um, so, you know, that's kind of how I learned just, you know, what, what type of jobs that I could potentially have, um, you know, if I, if I did end up working for a team, um, and then what kind of jobs that there are, um, if I decide to go other routes. So, you know, like I said, having my mentors and things like that really helped me, um, see, and then also, you know, internships and, and, and really just kind of getting myself, putting myself out there really helped me learn kind of what possible jobs there are. Um, just in sports in general. Totally. So um, with that said, obviously you, you began at um, defining sports. So I'd love to take a step back actually and like think about um, the sports agency path as a whole. And now you have your own business, which we will get to. But um, going back to sixth grade or six-year-old you and, and saying, <laughs> I want to be a sports agent one day and I want to have my own business. Um, I guess coming out of undergrad, entering full-time, how are you thinking about getting to that goal? Like coming out, going, entering your first job, what, what were you thinking about where your career would take you? 
Um, I always knew the the long term goal. Um, so I still was kind of geared to more more towards kind of some type of agency side. Um, but after you know majoring kind of in um, you know marketing and management, I actually you know I was kind of geared toward not just player agency side, but um, you know also the marketing side. So those are kind of the two after my internship and after um, you know just taking some classes and and learning um, just about just the whole sport management realm I kind of was leaning more towards the two um you know like the agency side and uh the marketing side so after probably graduated in May 2017 so I would say probably that spring um I really started to apply um just for different jobs internships just any opportunity that I could really get um, because as you know, if you work in sports or, you know, if you ever enter sports, it's, it's very competitive. So, you know, sometimes you get calls back. Sometimes, um, you know, you don't hear from anyone. Um, sometimes people just don't have positions open at the moment. Um, so, you know, I spent a lot of time just applying. Um, I talked to personnel at Indiana University and in the athletics department. Um, to help me kind of steer me in that direction and, you know, ask them, hey, do you, you know, anyone that, um, you know, that works in the sports agency that's looking for someone. So, you know, I use a lot of my resources um, that I have, but I didn't have much luck in kind of the area direction I wanted to go in. Um, and I think a lot of that also, um, that, that what played a role is that I had one internship. So obviously, you know, I was a track and field athlete. I spent four years there. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of other students probably – spent a lot of time you know doing these internships in the summer um throughout the four years and you know I definitely I would say there are areas that I did set myself apart um but you know I think there there, you know they were honestly maybe they were there were candidates that just you know had more in their resume or just had more experience and things like that that were getting these you know some of these internships and jobs over me um or you know you just really see why you know I wasn't getting um so some calls back so you know I always knew the long-term goal um, but, you know, after I graduated in 2017, I went home um, for about three months and um, I I started doing some work um, at Defining Sports. Um, and that was um, kind of the start of just me kind of getting my foot in the door. Um, but I also was looking, you know, for other jobs just to obviously make income because um, I went home for three months and you know, I applied for jobs just honestly in every industry. <laughs> so, you know, I knew what I wanted to do, but, you know, I had to, you know, I kind of was like, hey, I want to move out and get my apartment. You know, I don't want to live at home in Virginia. So, um, you know, I applied for jobs and I ended up getting a job and that's kind of what landed me in Charlotte, North Carolina. So I worked a couple of jobs and I was doing marketing um, on the side for defining sports. Um, so that was kind of just, you know, like my side hustle. Um, and that's actually, you know, where I got my start. And that's actually when things started to work is when I was working another job and, you know, I actually ended up signing, um, another client probably six months after I graduated college. Um, so I was, you know, I was doing both. (laughs) Um, and then once I signed that client, I was like, okay, you know, things are, you know, things are going well. I was still learning in the process and, um, you know, I was, I was, taking care of, you know, professional athletes and, and helping them with just their daily things and their marketing and, you know, their, their PR. So um, that's kind of, you know, how I got my start. And that's kind of just been the long-term goal. 
Um, so kind of basically how I started there um, is, is kind of how I, you know, I ended up in the position that I am now. Um, so it's, you know, it was, it's definitely been a journey, but, <laughs> but it's, you know, it, it, it's all been a process and, you know, I couldn't be more grateful and thankful for it um, because it has led me just kind of to this long-term goal, which is, you know, not, not getting exactly what I wanted when I wanted, um, but just kind of being patient and kind of always knowing that long-term goal um, and things have happened gradually. So I think kind of just sticking with that is really just, you know, kind of helped me um, as far as, you know, leading me to legacy and starting my own company. Yeah, keeping the end vision in mind. Um, I really like you mentioning that. And I mean, super quick, before we move on to, to legacy, I would love to hear, um, you know, at Defining Sports, I mentioned that you were a marketing agent, um, then a professional athlete manager. Um, how, how, like, once you had your foot in the door, how active were you or like how were you trying to like maximize that opportunity keeping that end goal in mind like how did you get after getting your first client um you know knowing that you were also managing another job as well right so it's it's tough um it's tough one to get your foot in the door when it comes to sports um especially something when you know you're trying to work with individual clients or individual athletes um because it's it's the real big trust factor um but you know, balancing that, that job will track the field obviously kind of taught me how to balance my time. Um, so that's how I was able to do that with, um, you know, working my first job here in Charlotte and then, you know, trying to do, you know, the marketing PR outside. So I would, you know, go to work, I would go, um, train clients because I worked at a gym and then (laughs) I would, you know, come home at night and then I would get on my laptop and, you know, I would start doing, um, just the marketing and PR work. And, um, you know, I was reaching out to people, um, and it was, it was really tough just kind of getting that start. Um, but once I signed, um, my first client, um, it gave me a little bit of leverage and a little bit of lead way, um, just to prove, Hey, you know, this is what I can do. Um, and then, you know, cause I kind of had something to show for at that point, it's hard to get, you know, people on board and, and things like that when you don't really have necessarily anything to show for it. You know, you can tell someone that you're good all day or you can do this or do that, but, you know, people want to see results. They want to see um, things that you've done or, you know, in sports, you know, who you've worked with. And that's just kind of realistically um, the way that it works. Um, But definitely kind of balancing those two jobs, it just even helped me um, when I started gaining more clientele um, just because, you know, you have to learn that balance and working with different people and working with different types of people. Um, but I'll definitely say I was able to gain more clientele um, by word of mouth, um, working with someone and someone telling them, hey, she does a good job. Um, I was able to gain clientele by, you know, just being proactive and, and reaching out to people and building relationships um, with different professional athletes. Um, that really helped. So um, it wasn't necessarily that the athletes would kind of sign with me right away, but, um, you know, sometimes it would be like, Hey, we built this relationship. And then they're like, okay, I, you know, I trust her. I'm going to give her an opportunity or a chance. So, um, you know, it was different means, um, as far and it's still that way. Um, as far as when it comes to like working with people and getting those opportunities to work with just different clients and different athletes. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of just, just kind of in a nutshell, just kind of, you know, how it's worked out. Yeah, and I guess through all the work, because you know the work that you're doing now is is in a similar vein. How 
do you feel um, that you've been able to like leverage your, I guess, a upbringing in sports, B, experience as an athlete, and then like C, that early exposure that you've had to the business side of sports to your advantage, I guess, in the space of where you didn't have direct experiences before internships and undergrad that would speak to that, but you've had parts of you that are clearly in this lane and are your advantage. I'd love to hear about like how you kind of brought who you are and what you do to, to work. Right. So I definitely say, you know, growing up and just seeing the kind of ins and outs in sports, a big part of it um, was just kind of what my parents instilled in me. So just kind of like those core values and, um, you know, those morals, those are just something that, you know, those don't change. Um, you know, and I, I kind of make sure of that. Um, they, you know, kind of when I have conversations with my parents, they definitely keep me grounded <laughs> as well as my brother and sister <laughs> and, and humbled. So, um, you know, just those values that they've kind of instilled in me have just been because they did a great job. You know, I, I can't, I couldn't choose, you know, two better parents. <laughs> and I think that's really kind of just those things have stuck with me. And I continue those um, just just with my work. Um, just the people that I work with, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily just find anyone. I don't, um, you know, I, I want to make sure that, I, you know, our goals and our values align because if they don't, then, you know, it's, it's going to be something that's not going to work out. So I think definitely just growing up with certain morals and certain values have definitely just carried over um, into work. And, you know, those things have just proven to be, you know, or just have provided for success. Um, I'll definitely say just, you know, my experiences, um, at Indiana as well, um, were things that helped shape who I am. They helped me grow. Um, that four years after high school was definitely very crucial because, you know, you're still a kid when you graduate high school. So, um, you know, you don't, you think you know a lot and you really don't. (laughs) So there was a whole lot of growth there for that four years. And I think kind of without that experience, um, you know, things may, you know, they may or may not be different because, you know, I was just able to grow and mature. Um, and I think that the maturity level that I left college with was just, uh, it was a lot greater than, you know, when I came in. So that was just something that obviously, you know, I've carried over to, and that's really helped just kind of the maturity level um, that I reached by being there and just kind of going through the things that I went through while at school. Um, but, you know, overall, I would definitely say when it comes to just working in sports and working with people, um, I would definitely attribute just a lot of that to, really just kind of my parents and what they instilled in me um, and that they drilled in my head over and over again, because those are the things that have stuck with me. And those are the things that um, I have carried over into just kind of everyday life. What I do, I mean, no matter if it's sports or, you know, things outside of sports, that's kind of really what I think made the difference for me. Um, just kind of staying true to yourself. And that's something that, you know, my mother has always instilled in me because what you'll find is that when you get out into the real world and you're trying to find these jobs and, you know, you, you don't have to sell your soul just to, you know, to fit in and you don't have, there's going to be a lot of temptations. There's going to be a lot of, um, a lot of just outside noise and things that are going to go on. And it's so very important for you to remember kind of just, you know, those values and just kind of those things that, got you to where you are because just as quickly as you get there, you know, you can be out of there. So, um, you know, I definitely, yeah, I just definitely attribute a lot to that because I I think that's why I've just been blessed with the opportunities that I have been. 
I love that. Um, so fast forward to now, founder and CEO of Legacy Sports Management. Tell us the story. What what drove you to begin your own venture? So quite a few things. So, you know, going back to that sixth grade kind of mindset, you know. I <laughs> Had like, a feeling hey, it would go there. I don't, I don't <laughs> right. I was like, I don't know anything about a business at that point, but I was like, you know, I want to I wanna own my own. I want to be my own boss. So I always knew that. Um, so that definitely a little bit of it comes from just kind of that just years, years of just kind of having that mindset of I want to just be my own boss and own my own thing. But, um, you know, I, I started – after college, I worked several jobs um, and had several experiences. So, you know, that was training, um, marketing consultant jobs. So I've done quite a few things. Um, and then also spent some time uh, about a year and a half probably um, at Defining Sports, um, doing their marketing PR and, you know, kind of just everyday athlete management. So I'll definitely probably say that those a lot of those different jobs and experiences um kind of taught me you know hey I have what it takes to kind of own my own thing I have what it takes to kind of run my own business um I didn't come out necessarily of school with a mindset of hey I just want to automatically just work for myself um I was ready to put the work in put the time in and learn from other people and I think that that's very important too than you know necessarily just going out and starting your own thing from the jump. Um, but, you know, everybody's different. Um, and in certain aspects, certain, depending on what you're doing and what you know about certain industries, that might work. For me, I had more learning to do and more growing to do. So, you know, I took those jobs that I got opportunity for. I spent some time in defining sports. Um, I'll definitely say that I learned a lot um, from working those jobs. I learned a lot from doing marketing and PR and just kind of working hand in hand with different athletes at defining sports. So I was able to um, acquire a bit of knowledge, just um, probably that year and a half that I was there. Um, I just kind of started to notice, um, you know, and I'll, I'll keep it a hundred because it's the only way I know how to be um, <laughs> going back to those values and, and those morals that we just talked about. I, I didn't see much growth there. Um, and I think that's important when you find something that you love or something you like or something that you want to do for a while. It's important to see growth in the company. Um, I did not see much growth there. I did not um, necessarily, you know, agree with some of the morals and values. So um, that kind of actually is really what led me to going into business for myself, um, you know, getting my LLC and, you know, creating legacy sports management. Um, I saw things in different companies that I worked for that I didn't necessarily agree with. Um, obviously, I was very grateful for the opportunity, but, you know, there's just certain things in the business perspective um, that I've learned and, you know, I spent time doing that didn't work for me. And so I think it was important for me to find something that really made me happy um, that fit for me and something that I felt a little more comfortable with as far as, um, you know, like I always have this gut feeling, um, and they always say, you know, you trust your instinct, trust, trust your gut feeling. So for me, it was just that gut feeling of something isn't right. So, um, you know, me kind of branching off and starting my own thing was trying to kind of fix that whole feeling and fix that, you know, what I felt wasn't right on my end. Um, and just kind of what, you know, 
the companies that I, the companies that I've worked with, those were that was kind of just kind of the shift in kind of starting my own thing and doing my own thing because I wanted to build something that one I could be proud of. Um, I wanted to build something that um, was going to be sustainable, um, something that I saw, you know, a, a long-lasting future in. Um, and then, you know, the other thing was just, you know, something that I had a little more grasp, a little more hands-on with, um, and a little more say in. So, you know, those are kind of some things that kind of shifted me as far as, you know, starting my own company. Um, and that, that's kind of, you know, what led me to start start Legacy Sports Management. Pride, sustainability, and ownership. I'm writing that down as you speak. Those are <laughs> those are important guiding principles. Um, so, I mean, you're in the business of uh, building the brands of athletes on and off the field, but can you talk about, um, you know, what the actual first step was? You've you'd been in the business. You were gaining your right. clientele. Um, but what does making the leap actually look like? A lot of things. <laughs> to be completely like where honest, where to was, start? <laughs> um, and it it might be different depending on you know who you talk to or who you ask. Yeah. Um, for me, it was the mindset because the hardest thing is going from something you're familiar with to going to something that you don't have that much experience in. So ownership for me, um, and then uh, you know going from something that you're just not you know, you're not sure because it, you know, at the end of the day, when you go start something, it could, it could fail. So that was kind of the biggest thing. It's the mindset. Um, before you get your LLC, before you get a website, before you start an Instagram page for your business, before you even get clientele, it's the mindset. Um, because if you're not right, as far as, you know, your mind goes, if you're not ready, um, just to, to really be able to take that leadership role and to run something and, um, to make a business plan, I would definitely say those are probably the top two things um, that that really have to be right for you to kind of to kind of get started. So you know, having that that right mindset, um, not being afraid to fail, um, kind of goes along with that that mindset, um, and then having a plan. Um, so when it comes to starting or running any type of business, you always want to have some type of plan, a business plan specifically, just because. Um, you want to have some type of direction to go in. So if you don't, <laughs> you start something and you're like, I didn't write anything down. I don't know. Where go. I'm just starting. <laughs> one of the worst ideas, you know, that you could possibly, or that you, one of the worst things you could possibly do. Right. Um, so I definitely think those are probably just the top two. Um, and then the rest will take care of itself and you'll kind of figure out the rest. If you have um, just the right mindset and attitude about it and then, um, having some type of, of plan. Those are probably the top two that I would say will get anyone started. I love starting with the mindset first, though. You know, I, I think um, right. it's it's easy to go and start checking the boxes, like make the Instagram page, get your Squarespace account. <laughs> but are but are you ready? Right. <laughs> are right. you ready are to you do the work? <laughs> right. do, you, do you believe that you can do this? Do you believe, are you, you know, can you handle, you know, employees? Can you handle doing different things a day? Can you handle the responsibility part? You know, because a lot of that falls back on just the mental capacity. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Um, so we, we already talked about that journey of getting your first clients um, while you were at Defining Sports. Um, I'm sure a similar story as well with, with your own venture now. But So I'd, I'd actually love to hear about the work that you do and kind of like your mindset and philosophy in terms of how you approach the vision for legacy sports management and how you guys interact with athletes. Um, so just kind of like synthesizing what you guys do. It's business development, PR, marketing, social media strategy for athletes. Um, how do you, how do you approach that? Like what's your philosophy in terms of like how you build athletes brands on and off the field and how you want to work with them? So I'll definitely say, you know, when it comes out when it comes to working um, with athletes, so everyone's different. Um, just like when you meet people, you know, you meet athletes that um, they have different goals, they have different visions, they come from different walks of life, different backgrounds. So um, I think that's important to kind of keep in mind because what you do for one, you won't necessarily do for the other or one, you know, what opportunities one athlete might be able to get, um, it might be look like it might look completely different for um, another athlete. So I think that's something to really keep in mind um, when you know you're reaching out to someone when you want to work with someone. Um, but really, you know, kind of just my overall goal just for Legacy Sports. So we we do marketing, we handle um, public relations, and then just overall athlete management. So that's kind of um, how I sell myself at first, and then we kind of break those down into categories. So within marketing. Um, within PR um, and within kind of that everyday management, there's a lot of things um, that fall under that category, which is, you know, obviously all listed under my website, such as social media management, business management, things like that. So we, we do a lot. Um, And, you know, I chose to do that just because um, if I'm able to offer all of these things, it can be kind of be like a one-stop shop for the client. Um, It just kind of makes everything easier. Um, And it's just, you know, it gives us more leverage because we offer all of these services um, just outside of sport and outside of kind of the playing field. But, um, you know, really our goal is to build the athlete's overall brand. Our goal is to, you know, help make supplemental income for the client off the playing field. Um, our goal is to get them involved in the community. Uh, we, we want to just pretty much maximize their potential um, off the playing field. Um, and that's just kind of our, you know, our philosophy. That's our, that's our main goal. Um, and we want to do that in aspect, not just from a marketing standpoint, um, not just from, you know, PR standpoint, we want to do that in a bunch of different categories because, um, you know, at legacy, we believe that you, you know, you can go as far as you want. Um, it's just, it's just about the effort. So you have a team like us behind you. Um, so we do, you know, we handle everything off the playing field. Um, and realistically, you know, your job is to to really just kind of show up yep. <laughs> and, and be a part so that, you know, we handle everything on the back end. Um, but your goal is, I mean, your job is pretty much, you know, as an athlete, just to, to be there, to be present, um, um, to do whatever, you know, task is asked. But, you know, like I said, we handle everything kind of just on the back end. Um, but it, it's really just, Essentially, we handle everything off the playing field, um, and we just want to provide as many opportunities as we can just for the athlete. We want, um, you know, I've gotten on Instagrams and um, social media pages, and you can kind of see what some of, you know, some athletes are doing, what they're not doing, and things like that. And that's kind of where I capitalize and where I thrive is when you see people, because a lot of people, when they're doing good things, they'll post about it um especially you know the ones that are really heavily on social media so that's where I've in an area where I've really I've found that 
it lets you know kind of how you can help them because you see what they're not doing or what they could be doing. Um, so I, I really pay attention to um, the social media pages. I really pay attention to what, you know, players are really doing off the field because um, most of them really just want opportunities to do things. Um, and so if you can offer them um, different opportunities to help um, just kind of, you know, give them more leverage and to get them more publicity than, you know, nine times out of 10, they're going to go for that. Um, and then, you know, with that obviously comes like the trust. So once they trust you and they, they see that you can provide these opportunities for them, you know, it's kind of a win-win there. Um, we get to work with athletes. We get to, you know, we get to know them, we get to know their families, you know, it's, it's very, it's personal, their relationships. And, you know, that's what I really love. So, you know, I said that once, we kind of show them that we can provide these things for them off the field, then, you know, they usually, they usually go for it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So to, to wrap up um, before we head to our last segment with a few quick hitters and questions, um, I guess, as you look ahead and look at the vision for legacy sports management and in your career, what, what do you see from the skill sets that you gained as an athlete being most relevant to the success of your business and entrepreneurship and, and where you want to take legacy? I would definitely say really the skills of leadership um, because I probably about really junior to senior year, um, I've kind of always had like those leadership skills, but I really, we really had to develop, um, I, as well as kind of like, you know, the older, um, athletes on my team, we kind of had to develop that leadership role because you're kind of like the top dog at that point, junior and senior year, you know, you're, you're the older ones that are, um, you know, the veterans on the team. So you really develop leadership skills and how to really lead a team, how to really lead the young, um, the younger generation of the younger athletes. Um, I would definitely say just the, the balance, um, the, the time management, because, um, you know, you bat when it, you know, when it comes to getting up in the morning, so balance and discipline, um, you're really, you kind of get in a routine where you're doing the same thing every day, but it, it takes discipline. Um, so, you know, getting up and, and trying to figure out, okay, I have workouts and I have class and I have, um, practice and I have study hall then I have you know trying to the the balance and the discipline um I think those go kind of hand in hand um because, because in order to um be disciplined I think it takes a lot of um just balancing your time and really you know really trying to you know figure out how how can you make all this work and still have time to do this or that <laughs> mm -hmm. so I think you know that was kind of a big thing just for me and track and field, um, the balancing. Cause I, like I said, I didn't have to do that in high school, but when I got to college, I really had to learn how to balance my time, how to find time to study and work out and, um, eat, right. <laughs> to eat for practice. It sounds crazy, but you really have to like, like schedule, um, things. So I think that really helped me now because now I'm all about scheduling. Um, when it comes to, you know, legacy, we're all, about um, I have calendars, I have my schedule, personal schedule, and then I have um, each athlete's schedule that I work with. So wow. I can't um, even I imagine that. <laughs> it's hard enough to manage your it's, own schedule. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to be organized not only for yourself, but for them. And when you're doing different people, um, managing different people, you have to really be disciplined, really be organized, 
um, and just to really be, you know, kind of on top of stuff because you're, you're, you have their schedules, you have your own schedule. So, you know, I write, I write down everything. I got in the habit and that's something I didn't do in college. So I learned right now, I write down everything. So I don't forget because it's really, it's impossible for me to remember my schedule to me to remember, um, several other people's schedules as well. Like it's, it's, that's not an easy thing to do, especially when there's like 10 different things for 10 different people. So, um, I really, I really say what I didn't really do. I didn't, I honestly didn't use a calendar that much. And I think that I should have in college, but I think that I kind of learned, um, just from working in sports, that's something that I, I probably should have did <laughs> when I was running or when I was in school. Um, but definitely, yeah, just really the discipline, the balance, um, and, you know, kind of those leadership skills. I'll definitely say that those are probably three that I learned just by being a student athlete. Um, and then I learned, you know, I, I had to carry that over into, you know, starting my own company just because um, it's, it's proven successful. Um, being organized is another one. Um, I've always I've, I've been pretty organized for the most part, kind of, you know, just throughout my life. Um, college, I was pretty organized, um, but I think I had to step it up a little bit more um, when I started, um, you know, my company, just because you have so much going on um, and just mm-hmm. the organization just kind of makes, it makes life go through a lot easier. Yep. Um, one thing that I'll say, um, probably the last thing I'll say is about um, being proactive. So Ooh. in college, <laughs> I remember um, sometimes, you know, procrastinating with things and sometimes, um, and, and I, I won't lie, I, I work well under pressure. And when I have, a, you know, time frames a hit, and time, you know, time crunch, I, I work really well. <laughs> and that's, that's just some of my best work. You're like, it's part but, of the strategy. You got to wait until Right, it's... right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but that's one of the things that I learned that it's not always the best to do and you can't always do that in your adult life. So when I got to, you know, out into the real world, just being proactive has been one of the best decisions with things because um, when you're working with athletes, professional athletes, they want to see that you're proactive. You can't always wait till the last minute to do things. Um, that's, you know, it's a terrible idea because you wait till the last minute and things might fall through and things don't work out. So I think that was something that I didn't do that I actually did um, start doing. And it's, it's honestly, it's, it's the lifesaver. So that's something I definitely just recommend um, just being proactive with everything. Um, Especially if you want to work just in sports, Um, just, yeah, just be proactive. Um, So, you know, leadership, being proactive and just, you know, kind of just that balance and and discipline. Could not agree with what you're saying more. And thank you again for fitting us into that busy schedule of yours. We we appreciate it. (laughs) Um, so, okay. Last segment, we have our core to corporate check down. So we went through this amazing conversation, but now we just want the quick takeaways. Um, we do this with all of our guests Four quick questions. Want your take could be as short or as long as you want. All right. So I will get it started. Um, career advice you wish you knew earlier in the game. Looking back. Cause I'm like, I've learned a lot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've been through a lot. Um, career advice that I wish I would have known probably kind of right when I first started was really just not to take 
a lot of things personal, especially when you're working in um, particularly professional sports. Um, and if you're working hand in hand with um, just professional athletes, um, don't take anything personally. Um, you know, when, when people, um, you're reaching out to a company and someone doesn't respond to your email, you know, don't take those things personally. Um, that was probably, or has probably been the biggest thing that has really helped me. Um, you know, things people say to you, you know, don't, don't take those things personally. Um, if you're, you're confident and, you know, within, if you're confident within, you know, yourself and, and kind of what you've got going on, um, that's all you need. Um, don't, don't take those things personally from other people. Um, because sometimes that's, it's kind of, it's just kind of, you know, things, you know, people not responding or, um, you know, people treating you certain ways, things like that. Like, just, you know, don't, don't take it personally. Um, and that's kind of been the biggest, one of the, the greatest things that I've really learned because, um, when you start to take things personally, you know, it kind of messes with your mental. Um, and it's really important to be in a great mental space. So yeah, I would definitely just, you know, try not to take a lot of things personal. Definitely. All right. Number two, what was the best season of your career and why? The best season of my career, I would say, honestly, probably when I started Legacy Sports Management. Um, And the reason I say that is because I started, you know, I built something out of nothing. Um, So it's, it's feels great. Um, It's a great accomplishment. Um, And then also just, I started getting more opportunities actually when I, when I started kind of branching off and doing my own thing. So once I started doing that, um, more opportunities for clients started coming in, more opportunities um, for myself and my business started to come in. So um, that was probably just kind of, or why that's been my best season is because just more opportunities started to roll in once, once I started my own thing and branched off and, um, and then also because I was just showing people that, hey, like, this is possible. You can do this. It's not, you know, it's, it's possible. So I think probably that's probably why it's been, like, my best season so far. I love that. Representation is so, so important. Um, one thing to know about working in – or, no, no, one thing to know about being an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur, I would say probably at the top of my list, um, would be that every day isn't going to be a great day. Um, mm-hmm. It's really tough, especially in those beginning stages. Um, you know, you see the quote of entrepreneurship on <laughs> like, so, right. Um, and it's a hundred percent true. It's, you know, having those days where you're not making any money, having those days where you're stressed out or you feel, um, it's, it's a hundred percent like that. <laughs> because when you start a business, it's one of those things where, you were you believe it but in order to get other people on board you really kind of have to start showing them results um and that's kind of when people start kind of hopping on board and they start you know they like oh wow she he or she they're really they're really doing something they're really um they really made something out of nothing so um so yeah I would say probably just those those stressful days um you know being broke (laughs) if I'm being realistic and um just you know, like having, you know, not really, or feeling like you don't really have a support system because a lot of times it will feel like that. So, Mm. um, you know, definitely say just definitely keep going, but that's kind of the hardest parts of just 
entrepreneurship in general. Um, But the thing is just to keep going because as you see, like the entrepreneurs that have really hit it big are the ones that didn't give up. So they didn't have much when they started, but Mm -hmm. um, they kept going. And that's really what kind of, you know, that's what made the difference. Absolutely. And last one, pick two role models, one on the track and one in your, in your career or life. On the track. And then, so mm -hmm, I would say, let me start with just my career in life. Um, for that one, I have a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that one's kind of tough. Like, cause I have a lot of great people in my life and a lot of great um, friends. So that's kind of, that's tough to kind of pick one because they have a lot of great qualities. <laughs> I would definitely say, and I want this to be like, you know, really cliche, but really just my mom, because um, she's just helped me just so much kind of throughout my life. And I think because she's instilled certain things in me that I'm able to have the confidence to, you know, do what I want. She tells me that, you know, I could be anything I want to be. And she, she does. So I think that for me is everything because it means a lot more when it's coming from, you know, just the person, you know, who raised you, the person who, who believes in you because, um, you know, everyone doesn't come from a family who has someone or or has a support system like that. So I think for me, I'd probably just say really just my mom. Um, even though, you know, I, I watched my mom pretty much work in nine to five her whole life. Um, and so we kind of differ as far as like the entrepreneurship spirit. So I'm kind of showing her kind of what it takes and what kind of is involved in that journey. Um, but I think that's the beauty of it. Um, she didn't necessarily teach me that part, um, but she did, you know, she instilled a lot of other things in me and she, she pretty much showed me kind of what it is to have that discipline to get up every day and to, to balance 20 different things and kids and, and hold down a household and, and really just to, to work really hard throughout your life. So I think that's really important. Um, so I would say my mom, um, as far as that goes, and then on the track, um, probably I would say probably my best friend, Brittany. Um, I, so my best friend, one of my best friends name is Brittany King. Um, and not only because she's my best friend, um, but <laughs> we, we probably went through so much together, um, while running. <laughs> so, you know, she saw, she's seen the good and bad parts and she's really just supported me just in everything I've ever done since the day that I met her. So I would say that's probably been kind of just really my big inspiration kind of, um, as far as track goes, um, we, we were together for <laughs> four years running and then, you know, we were roommates and then, um, we, you know, obviously continued our friendship after that. And it's, um, you know, she still supports me to this day. So I'll definitely say she just like has been just a great just support system. Um, great friend works really hard and she's working on her dreams and accomplishing those, um, just herself. So, um, so yeah, probably those two, um, just to be completely honest. Yep. Probably those two. All right. Thanks for listening into this episode. In the meantime, we want to hear from you. Stay connected. Leave us a comment on Apple podcast, DM us or contact us on our website, whatever is easiest. We want to know your feedback and what questions you have. 
Otherwise, we'll be back soon with more athletes, more perspectives, and more pro tips on the way.